Hey, you have a minute? Hey everybody, it's Alex again. Thanks for listening to Kinder Spirits. Um, I actually am really jazzed up to record today's episode. So, last week I said a few things about, you know, it's the little things and how it only takes a few times to really make something happen and matter. Um, Okay, so I got, first off, a lot of people were messaging me. Apparently, towards the end, I kept saying something like, what if kindness was currency? What if kindness... And a lot of people were like, dude, that's been around for like years. Um, So thank you for letting me know. I'm very appreciative of it. Um, To the person who originally came up with that, I'm not sure, but I totally appreciate you. Thank you so much. Um, More importantly, thank you for just letting me know. I said this in a very early episode, but... um. If I don't know something or if I'm saying something wrong or if I'm using a wrong quote or if I'm saying something that might be coming across as um, just just incorrect uh, or or rude, selfish uh, or offensive in some way, just like catch me up. Um, the last thing I want to do on this is is offend somebody that's really well, unless it's offending you into being kind then I'm okay with it. Then you get some tough love that maybe you needed. Um, and I guess that kind of ties into today's message. Uh, anyway, so the whole thing is I was sitting back and I know I can get passionate and I know I can get really intense and I know that I can, I'm like, I'm like Hulk Hogan at times, you know, oh wait, I almost just went, uh, macho man, Randy Savage. Hey, brother. Yeah, I almost went there. And there's some person that's listening to this is like, okay, I'm tuned out. I'm done. That's it. He was Lord of the Rings last week, and now he's Randy Savage. I don't, I can't keep up. Um, But I know I'm passionate. And I know I'm like really into it. And I understand that there are times that I'm probably a lot to deal with. And this goes back to me being a beagle or squirrely or whatever it is that you want to associate with me. And maybe it's just the fact that I need way more sleep than I'm getting right now. And that could be it. This could all just be part of the sleepy ha-has. I don't even know. It's possible. Uh, but if this is all just sleepy ha-has, then thank you for... Sorry, the sleepy ha-has, that's the thing that happens whenever you're so you know, tired that you're delusional. Can't believe I just brought that up in the show. Alex, oh, censor yourself, buddy. Come on. Um, anyway, I was speaking to a friend of mine and this friend is currently, we worked together at a previous job. Um, he got me into really becoming passionate about Dungeons and Dragons and he's a great person. We've gone to see shows with each other and he is one of the kindest individuals I personally know. Um, you're going to hear a little bit more about him down the road. Uh, you're also going to hear a little bit more about him, uh, in the ad spot and the Momo, uh, very influential individual. Uh, and he's also from a rust belt town. I'm from Pittsburgh. So he kind of is, uh, he's from Buffalo and he's just a great guy and I could keep going on and on, but he said something to me the other day. Uh, this was about a week ago. Um, and I, it rubbed me the wrong way, right? 
it rubbed me the wrong way. And kind of going back to, um, uh, you know, one of the themes a couple weeks ago, don't talk about my friend like that. He said something and it made me like almost like, wait a minute. No, 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 no. I do not agree with what you just said. Right. You may think this, but no, no, no. And I want to read it, you know, verbatim because I don't want to mess this up. Um, he said, uh, I'm definitely going to keep listening. Oh, he was talking about the show. So thank you very much. I appreciate you. Uh, I'm just going to call him. His name's Anthony. That's all I'm going to call him for now. I don't want people to you know go stalk him. Um, but he goes, I'm definitely going to keep listening. I'm a passionate person, but not really a kind person. Okay, I can't do that. No siree. No siree. No siree. Okay, here's the deal. It really made me realize that there are some times that I'm talking to somebody where I feel like I might be just ranting. Maybe too much tough love, right? And sometimes tough love can come across aggressive but that's that aggressive kindness, right? That's sometimes we, we need to be aggressively kind. And I'm not saying go out and, and give everybody tough love, but like sometimes you have to be forward in your kindness, right? This is about to get very confusing to someone, but it makes sense to me. So if it doesn't reach out, I would love to hear your thoughts. Uh, once again, don't forget uh, at Kinder Spirits Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, uh, at kinder underscore spirits on Twitter and kinder spirits podcast at gmail.com because what I'm about to say might actually shock you and make somebody upset. You can aggressively, kindly listen to someone. Here's what I mean I was hit by a car a couple years ago. One of the first people to reach out to me while I was in the hospital was Anthony. That meant more to me than any other. I mean, there were so many people that were reaching out to me, but one of the very first ones was Anthony. And he said, Hey bud, if you need to talk to somebody, I'm here. Okay. How dare you say that my friend is not kind when he said that to me. Oh, buddy, I'm about to get defensive dog on you here. Don't worry. Don't worry. I'm going to go easy on you. Oh, man. Oh, man. Here we go. Okay. Sometimes listening is just the right amount of aggressive kindness. What? Alex, this makes no sense. Right? This person just listened to me. And I was going through a lot of stuff. I was having a hard time. I was going through an identity crisis. I had just started getting going through therapy to make myself a better person and and realizing that there were things that I needed to work on on myself. Like I said, I used to be a pretty big jerk, okay? And there are definitely people that can agree with that. The biggest thing is he really threw his quote-unquote passion is what he saw it as, Right? showed a side that I did not get to see through other people. So this is where I kind of want you to reorient yourself, okay? I want everybody to take an internal look at themselves, okay? 
And I want you to see that sometimes you may not see what you're doing as kind, right? But it's the exact level of kindness that the other person's looking for. Okay? Now, this is not permission to go out and be unkind to people. That's the total opposite of what I'm saying. What I'm saying is different people interpret things different ways. I mean, we have languages across the world that listen to the inflection of how you're saying something. Tonal languages make zero sense, less than zero sense to me. But I understand that it's how you say something. I mean, how many times have you heard somebody say something and you totally missed what they're saying, but you feel how they're saying it? I mean, it's kind of like how body language is the primary, you know, language that we all speak because we read people's body language, whether you're open, you're closed, your arms are closed. The whole thing is if you're sitting back and you are misinterpreting something that someone else is picking up, you might be missing out on how kind you really are. And sometimes... Just by being there and being passionate about something with someone else, you're going to realize that's the exact right amount of kindness that that person needed in that exact moment. Case in point, sometimes I just needed somebody to listen to me and tell me, hey, it's going to be okay. Let's go get a burger. You want to talk about kindness? Talk about whenever you're having one of the worst Tuesdays of your life and somebody comes up to you who's just passionate about burgers and says, hey, don't forget if if we go get burgers today, we get free ice cream. Oh, man. Oh, yes, please. Absolutely. You didn't even have to say... I, you, you had me at that whole sentence because I needed to get to the end to understand what you were getting at. But yes, I'm there. He probably would just say, no, I'm just, I just like burgers. I just like ice cream. He doesn't understand. He misinterpreted how severely awesome that kindness was, right? Or here's the other thing. So I play music um, and this person came to watch me at my very first writer's round here in Nashville, which was a huge thing. Who would have thought Right? Something I wanted to check off my bucket list for like 17 years. And I finally did it. That's so cool. And he's sitting in the front row. Yeah, man. I'm always going to come support my, you know, come support my friends. I'm passionate about music. No, you're not. You're a wicked kind dude. Okay? Here's why I'm telling you all of this, people. Person. The twos and twos of you that are listening, the fives and fives of you, nobody might be listening at this point in time. This might be going out into the ether. And honestly, I'm okay with that because somewhere, sometime, there's going to be somebody that's listening to this episode that needs to hear, you need to reorient yourself, fix your compass, because sometimes the passion that you have in your mind, you don't realize how kind it is. Maybe just talking to somebody about something that's new to them and they just need an, an ear, right? I was learning how to play Dungeons and Dragons, which I keep going back to. Yes, I'm a nerd. Please don't, you know, you know, don't pick on me for it. I literally was learning something that I thought I was going to get ridiculed for. 
And now celebrities are playing because of COVID and I can't wait to meet the McElroys or meet, you know, uh, the LA D and D group or even just Brennan Lee Mulligan from dimension 20. That would be so cool. Matt Mercer. Oh my gosh. Come on. Anybody from, you know, critical role, Vox Machina. Heck yes. I am in for any, couple years ago, I wouldn't have thought like this, but there was one guy who was passionate about it. So he talked to me about it. And those conversations happened over burgers. And those conversations happened over ice cream and the walk back to work. Those conversations meant everything to me. And then I ha- he had the audacity. Can you see how fired up I am about this? He had the audacity to say, nah, it wasn't kind. I'm not a kind person. I'm just passionate. Ladies and gentlemen, guys, gals, Anybody listening, please understand sometimes your passion means more than what you define as an act of kindness. Stay passionate. Sometimes passion pays off. Hey, everybody. Thanks for sticking with me through that last uh, little part. Um, I know I always get way too into it and way too passionate, um, but that's not a bad thing, right? I mean, let's be honest here. As we heard, passion. Well, I'm not going to say it because it's the title of this podcast. And also, I said it last time. Um, So the whole thing is this week's episode is so much fun um, to pitch because They were a very big part of me getting through the pandemic, and again, I know I'm dating the show by doing this, and you're supposed to live in an undated medium. Well, that's not how I operate. I'm very transparent, and right now we just got out of a pandemic, so thanks for listening. And if you're listening in 2029 and President Jonathan Taylor Thomas, you know, just signed in a bill or something like that, then cool. Thanks for listening in the future. Moving on. Um... This week's uh, podcast, I really wanted to take a second and uh, just say, you know, I'm I'm incredibly thankful for them because it's also the podcast of the individual I was talking about. His name's Anthony, and the podcast is called Reroll Expectations. And Anthony, Anthony, along with uh, Casey, uh, Sydney, we got Aiden and Jeff as your local benevolent dungeon master. Um, They all put together an amazing show. Uh, and also in the past, Will, gotta give him a shout out because it was spectacular, uh, listening to, to all of them gel, but I'm, I'm loving what the new seasons are, so I have to give a shout out, and they sent me over a blurb, I wanna read it because, let's be honest here, uh, they wrote it wonderfully, (laughs) so, um, do you enjoy high fantasy hijinks? What about epic tales of bravery and vanquishing your foes? Or, how about morality of burning corpses for funeral rites. Is it really disrespectful? Come on and listen to Reroll Expectations, an actual play Dungeons & Dragons campaign by Reroll Cast. Four adventurers from scattered parts of the world of Serene come together to uncover the mysteries of the alchemical domain and kidnapping of their dearest friend. 
Reroll Expectations airs every other Thursday on wherever you can get your podcast from or rerollexpectations.com. Uh, they are also part of the Fandom Limb Media Group. Um, fandom, not Phantom Limb. Uh, fandom, F-A-N-D-O-M, Limb, L-I-M-B, uh, Media. And uh, once again, that's Reroll Expectations, R-E-R-O-L-L. Expectations is a long one, so stick with me. E-X-P-E-C-T-A-T-I-O-N-S. My English teacher would be proud. Thank you very much, Miss Sanzone. Woo! Okay. Anyway, I will... Let's let's just call a spade a spade here. I will never look at smoky breakfast sausages the same way again. And if that does not entice you enough to listen to this podcast, I don't know what will. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, the twos and twos and fives of you that are listening right now all over the world. By the way, thanks to everybody out in um, you know the Philippines for listening. You guys are amazing. Um, and everybody in India, by the way, huge shout out. But to the fives of you that are listening, um, definitely give them a, uh, just a quick little shout out. They are great people. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful characters. And the fact that they have heart behind it, well, that... That speaks more to me than anything. So I'm incredibly thankful that I can listen to them to really experience Dungeons & Dragons because I'm a huge nerd. Um, I just quoted Obi-Wan Kenobi today in an email at work. So if that doesn't say anything, I don't know what will. Um, But they are a spectacular actual play D&D podcast. They are... Wonderful people that I've, I've personally got to encourage and have encouraged me as well. But more importantly, they're just, their heart is tremendous. And if that doesn't speak volumes to know that they enjoy doing it, they love having fun. And more importantly, that, you know, they actually are talented voice actors <laughs> with a great story. I think I've said enough. I'm not going to sell you anymore, but I do want to say thank you to the entire cast. Um, I've connected with many of them. They're, they're, I think Sydney is one that I haven't yet, um, but I've spoken to all of them. I love what they're doing. I love their product, and I love the passion that they've encouraged me with and have kept going through um, a global pandemic. So thank you so much to the team. Thank you to the cast. Thank you to Fandom Limb Media Group and to everybody who really was... Uh, a part of the stories that helped keep me sane in a world gone insane. I think that says it all. Um, you're amazing, and I'm very thankful for you. And and to my buddy Anthony, who who was on the cast, uh, for someone who uh, might have not been familiar with inebriation, you played the part spectacular, sir. Well done. Um, I will say this much. Uh, that is not the last time you're going to hear of the Reroll Expectations cast. I very much want to get at least a few of them on a call for an interview um, because some of their perspectives have just been pretty, well, spectacular. Um, and actually, we're going to hear from Anthony's here in the Momo in a brief second, but I also wanted to take a second to really just give a couple more thanks and a couple more shout-outs. So work with me. I'm going to take a quick... Uh, just breath because this is going to take a second. <gasps> okay. I really just want to say thank you to everyone who's been jumping on, promoting the show, 
and uh, a few of my friends who have been sharing the show even. Even if you're not a friend of mine, guess what? You are now. So thanks. <laughs> just don't say this is my friend in the courtroom because I just need to know about that ahead of time just in case, you know. Um, moving on. I'm about to get out of here. Thank you so much. Uh, I know I've said it before and I'm going to say it again. Without you all interacting, this would not be the same. It wouldn't be nearly what it is. So thank you for making this what it is. And I'm going to send it over to the Momo. So I'm going to talk to you in a second. <laughs> Bye, y'all. I know tomorrow I'll still be gone. But every wish begs that it won't be Hey everybody, so if you are listening, you know that it's time for the Momo. And this week is, I'm going to get kind of, um, I'm going to get a little bit sentimental. Sentimental, if you will. Um, I'm going to do something that I haven't really spoken about before, but it's something that has made me optimistic for the past couple weeks. One of my oldest friends in the world, since probably six years old, I think, um, she's getting married and I am actually, I was invited to go to the wedding. It's the first wedding, first gathering, uh, I've really been to since, um, you know, the pandemic and I'm at the point where I'm almost, I don't want to say honored, um, that I'm there, but it's almost odd because we've talked about it for 16 years of our lives. Really? Like what happens when one of us gets married? And, um, it's just, it's so weird, but I'm very optimistic. I'm so happy. I'm so overwhelmed with joy because I have this, 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 all these memories that keep flooding back to me. And I'm so thankful, so thankful for the relationships that I have in my life with my friends from, from single digit ages or single day ago you know, new acquaintances. And I'm so optimistic. And, and something that we haven't talked about is, is I, a lot of times we, we talk about, Oh, I'm going to hear from somebody this week, or I'm going to talk to this person, or I'm going to talk to this person or, or, um, the optimism comes whenever, you know, I'm, I open a door for somebody or I spend time with, um, my wife and these are great. They are, but sometimes optimism doesn't require an action. Sometimes you've already done what you need for the optimism. And sometimes that's just being. And one thing that I haven't talked about much is just being there and being a friend and being. Um, I'm so thankful for the friends that I have. And especially in this case, my friend who's getting married, she and I have been talking actively for the past couple weeks. What about this? What about this? What about this? And at one point in time, she said, what if everything goes wrong? And I just said, what if everything goes right? And she started to kind of get a little bit positive. And then we started talking and I was talking about how I'm going to be goofy and I'm probably going to, you know, do the chicken dance. You're welcome. Um, my, my point is, like, you better believe I was doing those dance moves, too. Um, anyway, the whole thing is, I've been so optimistic with this and so hopeful and so filled with joy that I can't really think of anything else. Um, and maybe that's something that I need 
to just share that you don't have to have something that's keeping you optimistic that you're doing. Sometimes you don't have to do anything. You can just be. And this one might actually be kind of a short Momo this week because I think people put too much pressure on what they are. Like, I don't want to hear, oh, I'm so optimistic because this. I'm so optimistic because this. No, here's the deal. Be optimistic because you just are optimistic. Because you feel the optimism. Because you're excited about the optimism. I'm excited to get back to Pittsburgh and to go to my friend's wedding and to be overwhelmed with joy just because I'm there. And I'm optimistic because... The new life that they're starting is going to be beautiful. And I'm optimistic because that joy is something that I'll I'll have in my life one day and my friends will have if they want it. And I mean, I guess optimism isn't necessarily an action. It's just that moment of optimism that's so you can't use the same word in the in the definition Alex come on come up with something better than that let's go come on come on what's different sometimes if you just try to force yourself into something you're gonna put so much pressure that you're gonna feel like you're failing when in reality sometimes the easiest things to help you see the optimism in your life are just what's in front of you that you don't have to work for So, this upcoming week, maybe I'm going to get a message from somebody that just says, I am optimistic, and I don't know why. And I'm going to be so excited for that. And I can't wait for the moment that I hear, I'm optimistic, and I don't know why. Because then I just know somebody's just looking on the brighter side, finding a silver lining. And that's really where I relate. But until then, I'm just going to sit back and be optimistic about what's to come. Because I don't know what it is, but I know as long as I'm smiling and kind and I'm passionate. I mean, we heard from the stories before that passion pays off. So in this case... I'm going to keep staying positive, and I'm going to keep staying passionate, and I'm going to keep staying optimistic. And my optimism this week is that I know the future holds something great for me. So let's find it out together. And until then, I just want to say thanks. And I hope to hear from you soon. But till next week, this is Alex, and I just wanted to say... Thanks for listening to Kinder Spirits. Play with you all through the night. And if my wish does not come true.